We are learning Daf Yud Aleph. We're starting here from the Mishnah, a little bit down. It says the Mishnah, If somebody picks up a grapevine and he puts it over the sukkah as a covering, or a big gourd, from ivy. In all these cases, it's not kosher schach because they're attached to the ground. Psula, it's no good. In order for something to be good, for it to be schach, it has to be something which is detached from the ground. We'll learn about the makar for this, the source for this from the Torah. But since, with a, if we trust that facts, we'll understand why these things are no good. The grapevine, the cord that are attached to the ground, if you put them over the sukkah, it's no good. However, but if there's a ton of kosher schach, meaning there's a lot more kosher schach than the grapevines, you have a total layer of kosher schach, everything's still some room in Hamsa, and then you have a little bit here of the grapevine, Oh, she cuts it on, or if you cut off the vines from the ground, chair, in both cases, it's kosher. In the first case, the reason it's kosher is because even though I have the puzzle schach, even though I have the grapevine, but it could become nullified. The case is that you mixed in the vines. You remember this from the Gemara and Daftes. You mix the vines into the kosher schach so that it's all one big mixture. So there's a concept that of bittel. There's a concept of nullification when you mix in pasul schach with kosher schach. So it's okay as long as the majority is the kosher schach. If it's indistinguishable, you also all mix together. In the second case where you detach the vines, that's also going to be good because then you've created that there's kosher schach now. So therefore, it would be okay. Says the Mishnah Zakhlaw, this is the rule coach, Makabal Tumah, any item which is Makabal Tumah. So what's something that's Makabal Tumah? Food is Makabal Tumah, or anything which has been made into a kli or clothing. So anything like that is Makabal Tumah. Ve'in, Gedulam and Aris, or anything that doesn't grow from the ground. What would be something that doesn't grow from the ground, which would theoretically not be susceptible to Tumah? Rashi gives an example. Let's say you have an animal hide which hasn't been made into a clear or something like that. So it's not makabotoma, but the problem is it doesn't grow off the ground. So then when the halacha is, ain mesachlumbo, you can't use it for schach. However, for kol davar she'en mitachabotoma, as long as it's not makabotoma, vigidulam and and it grows in the ground, mesachlumbo. So those are the two rules. In order for it to be schach, it has to grow from the ground, and yet it's not makabotoma. You need both of those points. If it's missing either one, if either it is makabotoma or it doesn't grow from the ground, in either case, it cannot be used for the schach. Okay. Continues the Gemara here. Yosef Rav Yosef came to Rav Yuna. Rav Yuna Rav Yosef was one sitting in front of Yuna. Yosef Ka'amar. When our Mishnah was talking about the case that you had a grapevine that you put over the sukkah, so we said that we have an issue uh, with the schach being possible because it's, uh, because it's attached to the ground. But the Mishnah said it's okay in one or two things. Either either I mix it with a lot of schach kasher, or the other case was I cut it. So he was saying, Osha cuts and share. When the Mishnah said, or if he detached the vines, it's kasher. For Amar Rav, Rav said, Tzarech After you detach the vines and you turn it into schach kasher, that's not enough automatically now for the sukkah to be good. After you detach the vines, you now have to shake them, meaning you have to pick up the vines and put them back down again in order for the sukkah to be good. How do we understand this? What, what is going on here? So let's just try to understand the basic idea. The Torah says, Chag HaSukkah's Tase, that your person should make a sukkah. The idea is that a sukkah is something which is valid at the time that it is made. If I have a structure of a sukkah, which is here, uh, just, just, just kind of like naturally, it's not something which, which is made as a kosher sukkah, but it's kind of, uh, it's kind of just there and then something happened and now I just have the sukkah, but you didn't make the sukkah, it's no good. And that, that psula is called hasev alomina asve. In other words, you have to make the sukkah and not use which was already made. So let's just give an example like that. If let's say you have something like a big haystack, Okay, it's not a sukkah, there's no interior. If you're going to shovel out the interior of the haystack, now the sukkah is just naturally there. So you didn't make the sukkah, there was no asiyah of the sukkah. You're just naturally having a sukkah because you, 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 you took out the interior of the haystack. That's a problem of ta'asa velomina asoy. 
So we kind of have that issue over here as well, because it was initially the sukkah was covered by the vines, and it wasn't, there was no asiyah of a sukkah, it wasn't covered correctly. But then what happened? You cut the vines. When you cut the vines, did you make the sukkah? Not really, because what you did, you didn't build the sukkah there. It was all an external mitzvah that you did, that you cut the vines off. That's not an act of building a sukkah. It's not something physical to the sukkah itself. So how is it going to be considered that there was a sukkah that, that was made? Again, the din of Tazavim and also is that if there was a sukkah, the structure of a sukkah which was here, which was no good, and then you do something which was naturally now makes the sukkah as good, but you didn't make the sukkah, that's a problem. Like in the case of the haystack, where, where the haystack is there, it's not a good sukkah. And then you dig out the inside, now you didn't make a sukkah by doing that, that's no good. So you could kind of make that, that, that same comparison to our case. You have a sukkah with a grapevine hanging over. Right now, it's not a kosher sukkah, it's not a well-constructed sukkah because the schach is no good. So what do you want to do? You want to go ahead and uh, you want to go ahead and cut, just like snip off the grapevines and make them detach and turn them into kashar schach. Very good. But the action that you're doing isn't in the sukkah. It's not an act of building the sukkah. You're not doing a maisa to the walls, to the defanos, to the schach itself. You're just doing a, like, an action that's mechutz from the sukkah. It's an extraneous action that's outside the sukkah by, by cutting off the, the grapevine. So somebody can make the argument that, that that's not making a kashar sukkah. So again, the rin of Tasvalam and Asri is whenever the sukkah is there in a not kashar way and then something happens and it naturally turns but you didn't make it, then it's not good. It's tasaf alam So so to here, the only way you would be able to do it is that after you cut the vines off, so now it's kashar schach, you would have to pick up the vines and put them down again because that would be a making of a sukkah. Says the Gemara, Amalei Ravuna HaShmuel, Amra. No, it's not Rav, it's Shmuel. Shmuel said this, not Rav. So Ajun Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef got upset from Ravuna, he got angry. Vamalei, he said to him, I said Shmuel didn't say it. Why are you correcting me and saying Shmuel said it? Amar Rav, Amar Shmuel, maybe Rav said it. And Shmuel also said it. Like, what's your problem with what I said that you have to correct me and say that Shmuel said it? So Amalei, Ravuna, Ravuna said, This is what I mean to say to you. That it's actually only Shmuel who said it and Rav did not say it. Why? I'm actually going to show you that Rav would say that detaching the vines is considered an act that's making the sukkah. So even if you don't shake them, you don't pick them up and put them down, it would still be okay. That's considered an act of making the sukkah. By the haystack, where you just dig out the interior, you're not doing anything to the sukkah itself. That's the Asaf Loman But here, where you go ahead... And cut the vines, that itself is a mice of making the sukkah. Even though you're not doing it, you know, mamish to the, to the sukkah itself, you're doing it by, by detaching the vines. That it's an act of making the sukkah, and therefore that would be okay. It wouldn't be a problem of Tasa, Velam, and Asher. Where do we have support that Rav was that way? Kihad, Rav Amram, Chasida, like there was the case of the Amora, Rav Amram, Chasida, Ramat Chotel, Presumah, Danish Base, he once put sits on his wife's clothing. So it's an interesting thing here that he's putting tzitzis on his wife's clothing. Women generally, we assume, aren't chayav. So he must have held that his mitzvah is my grandma. And uh, women, perhaps it's all the time that you have to wear tzitzis. And therefore, he held his wife was chayav and tzitzis, perhaps. It's an interesting point here. But at any rate, he was making tzitzis for his wife's clothes. So what happened was, what happened was he hung all the tzitzis knots and he made the knots and everything, all the strings, before he cut off the tips. So basically... But the way, the way that you make tzitzis in the right way is that you take four separate strings, you put them into the hole, then you double, by putting them into the hole, it doubles into eight, and then you make the knots and wind it. But Rav Amram, he took a super long string, he doubled it, and then he doubled it and doubled it over again, which in effect gave him four strings, but the, until you cut them off, it's not really four strings, it's just one big string. Then you put half, he put half of, this, of the length into the hole, so now there were eight strings hanging down, and he knotted all of them the way it was, and then afterwards he wanted to cut the tips that were hanging down and say, hey, I've got eight strings. 
But the issue is, is that the, at the time when he was tying the tzitzit strings, when he was knotting them, he really only had one long string. He didn't have, in fact, these eight, eight separate strings. The way you should do it is first cut the, the tips and turn the long the long string into, into four different ones and then put them in and tie them. But he was doing it the other way. He, first, he just kept on folding it over, doubling it over to put it in um, and, and he tied it the way it was and then he only went afterwards to cut the tips to make them into tzitzis. So the issue is whether or not you can just go sever the tips now and it's okay or not. So I saw the commander of Chibrash, he came before Chibrash, he said, this is what Rav said, in the Faskon being chair, just cut the tips and they're good. Now, by tzitzis also, there's a psalm of tasa below and asway. The same thing by tzitzis. It says tasa. It says you should make it. So if the tzitzis were, were there in a way that it wasn't good, the tzitzis were, were, are, are there in a way it wasn't good, you have to go make the tzitzis. If it just naturally becomes good tzitzis, it's not going to work. It's not going to be considered an action of making the tzitzis. So if Rav's going to say that snipping off the tips of it is already good, even though the, knee, the, even though the, the strings were already knotted, and Rav must hold that the, the, the cutting of the, of the tips is itself, it's a misa of making it. It's completing the tzitzis. Even though the main act of the tzitzis is obviously the knotting, and that was already done when the tzitzis were possible, and now you just want to cut it, we're going to say, no, the cutting itself is the misa of the making the tzitzis. It's not invalid for tasa and Oswe, because when you go and you sever the tips of the tzitzis now, that itself is the act of making the tzitzis. So, we can make the same argument here by the sukkah, when you put the vine uh, over and it was puzzle, yes, the sukkah was constructed in a way that it was puzzle. And yes, we understand you have to go make the sukkah now. It can't just be that it's made by itself. But it's not made by itself. You're by cutting off the vine. That's a misa of making the sukkah. It's misa of making the sukkah. So if you wouldn't say this like Rav, you would say, oh, that's not the main misa of making the sukkah. Making the sukkah is, you know, dealing with the pushing the schach itself, picking up schach, putting it back down or something. But if we see by tzitzis, where obviously the main action of making tzitzis is, is the tying of the knots, when I put it in, and even though at the time when I tied them, it was puzzle because I didn't have four strings, it was just one long string, but then when I go afterwards and I sever the tips, I'm gonna say when I sever the tips, boom, that extraneous mindset that I'm doing now is the asiya of the tzitzis, so too you can make the argument over here, there wouldn't be tasaf lom and asoy to cut off the vine. It wouldn't be a problem. That itself that you cut off the vine is a mice of making the sukkah and you wouldn't have to go ahead and pick up the, the vine now and put it back down. So it must be Rav did not say Tzarech Lananea. Rav actually would say that severing the tips is making the sukkah and everything would be fine. So who did say that you have to pick up the schach and put it back down? It must be. It was only Shmuel who said that and not Rav. So we're saying that the Lumdus in Tasev Lom and Asri, whether picking, whether, whether, whether cutting off the vines is going to be a maisa of making the sukkah or not. It's machlokas rav. And Shmuel ravels it is. Shmuel holds it's not. You'd have to pick up the schach and put it down. Says the Gemara now, Akasha, what, so now everything's fine because it's Shmuel. The Savar Shmuel, Lominum, Sikhasin, Suhasin, Shmuel doesn't hold of this lambdas that, 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 that cutting the tips is considered a making. Shmuel said the name Rabchiah. Somebody puts the strings into two corners at the same time. He's putting, so here, what's, it sounds like he's taking a super long string, string, doubling it over, doubling it over, making it as if it's four, and then you put one end of the four strings in one corner and the other end through a second corner. You fold it back towards each other and then you want to cut the middle sections of the strings. So if you do that, and then he goes ahead and he cuts them, and it's okay. So my love, here's the question. When did you make the knots? Presumably you also made the knots before you cut the tips. So you made the main see at the time that you cut and made the knots, it wasn't good because you didn't really have four strings. Again, you just have a super long string that you're doubling over and then inserting one end through one knot and the other end through the other knot. 
out and folding it over. Presumably you made the knots and you're only going afterwards to sever the tips. And we're still saying that's okay. What do you mean? Why is that not tasa and also at the time that the knots were made, it wasn't good. Then they're just naturally becoming good when you sever the tips. How is that good? Must be severing the tips is considered the act that is making the tzitzis. So Shmuel also holds a tzitzis. So now we're stuck. How could Shmuel say over here by the grapevine that you have to pick up the schach and put it back down? Shmuel also holds of the lambdas of tzitzis and zuhasiyasan. So the Mar says, lo, Shmuel was only saying it's good by the tzitzis if you cut the tips and then you made the knots. But in a chanami, if you would make the knots, the menasiyah from the tzitzis would be done before the, the tips would be severed, then in the Hanami it wouldn't be okay to just go ahead and sever the tips. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, where you're severing it and then you're tying the knots, then what's the novelty? Obviously the tzitzis would be good. Why wouldn't it be good? The only, the only chiddush here would be that at the time when I made the tzitzis, when the knots were made, it was I didn't have four strings. Then we can talk about a novelty and we'd say, we, by saying psikasen zu asiyasen. But if we're saying that really psikasen is not asiyasen and the case has to be that you sever the tips and only then do you go ahead and make the knots, then what was Shmuel's novelty? So the Gemara says, Mal, you might have thought, top of the Ahmed Beis, but you know, that you need only one corner at the time at when you thread at a time. So I would say that the two, if you're threading them at the same time here, because you're taking the super long uh, string and putting them through both at the same time, I would say that's no good. And I would say the Torah says corner in the singular. So the placing has to be done in a single corner and not two corners at the same time. So I would say it's possible out that. Kamash Malone, there's no such problem. The tzitzes are good even though they were threaded at the same time. Because the bottom line is, at the time that you actually went ahead and you made the knots, they were separate. And that's the key. The main I see of the tzitzes is the, is the tying of the knots of the strings, and therefore it's okay because at that time it was already it was already um, severed. So la'ilam, we end up what we're saying. We have a machlokas Rav and Shmuel about the lum this year of tatsa v'lom and aswe. The main asi of the sukkah here. Obviously, everybody agrees is putting the schach. So if the schach was put as puzzle schach, it was attached to the ground, and then you go detach the vine from the ground, is that considered an act of making the sukkah and there's no tassel on the Or do I say no? You have to go and put down the schach again in order for it not to be tassel on the Rav is going to say it's not an issue. It's okay. Cutting the schach is itself an act of making the sukkah. Shmuel is going to say no. See, salsan is not asiyasan, and you would have to pick up the schach and put it back down again. So the Gemara asks, Meisve, we have a kasha and Rav in the bride, so it says in the bride, so Talon, Velo, Pasuk, Rosh, Chodin, Shalem, Sulem, somebody hung and knots the tzitzis while they're a single string, and only then does he go and sever the tips. Again, he's got this super long string that he's doubling over and putting through, um, and then only the, after he makes the knots, then he goes to cut it. It says it's possible. So my love it sounds like it's possible forever, meaning it's possible even after you sever the tips. Why? Presumably because my actually possible. No, it just means it's possible until it's severed, because it's not really four separate strings. But in a Hanami, when you go and you sever the tips, and now you create that the single long string that was doubled over twice is now going to become four strings, in a Hanami, that would be considered a making of the tzitzis and it would be okay. Says the Gemara, but again, Shmuel says it's possible forever because it's also. You would have to redo the knots, make the knots again. The way that it is with the knots, the way they are, would be possible forever. Says the Gemara, a different version. Amar of Masa, Rav Masa says, the story once happened to me, meaning I once made tzitzis, where I knotted a single thread of tzitzis before I snipped the tips. I came to Shmuel to ask him if the tzitzis were good. Shmuel gave me this psak that they're no good unless I redo the knots. 
says the Gemara Kashan Rav Meisve. It says in the Brisa Tlan Rafkin Pasuk Goshel Dem Psulim. It says in the Brisa if you hang and not the tits and then you cut the sever the tips, it's puzzle. So you see that it's no good as Tasa Velomena Asoi. Clearly, the Brisa is saying like Shmuel that you're going to have to redo the knots. Says the Gemara Vaod. Furthermore, Tanit Gabi Sukkah we have a Kasha from Sukkah Tasa Velomena Asoi. The Pasuk says make the Sukkah, so it can't just become a Sukkah. Meaning, if the Sukkah is constructed when it's a puzzle type of Sukkah, and then it just naturally becomes good, that's not allowed. You have to remake the Sukkah. Mikan Amr, from here they said, says the Brisa, an example. Somebody is going to put on top of the sukkah pasul schach, like it's a stuff that a grapevine is attached to the ground. Even if he puts kosher schach as well, psula is no good. So, what's the case that the bride is saying no good? If the case is that you didn't even bother to detach the vines, obviously that's no good. Why would the bride say it's no good? Obviously it's no good because it's still attached to the ground. The bride doesn't have to tell me that it's no good because of tasav loman also if I never went ahead and detached it. Clearly, the Bryce was talking about a case where you ended up detaching it. You did go and detach it. At some point, you did turn it into Schach Kasher. And the Bryce is still saying, the Bryce is still saying that it's no good. And what's the idea? We see that we don't say the Lambdas that the Ksisa is the making. And rather, you have to do a real in, in, intrinsic making of the schach. You're going to have to pick it up and redo it again the way that Shmuel taught. So the Gemara says, The case was, you pulled the vine off the tree. Meaning, instead of taking a knife and making a nice clean cut where it's clear that it's detached, you just kind of like twisted it off the, the tree with your hands. So the location where the vine is, is still resting by the tree. The Lominkar has to do, people can't tell. Meaning, it's still, it's like Maris Ayan. Fundamentally, it's not a problem because you made the sukkah by detaching it. But since people won't be able to tell well that you detach it, it's still lying by the tree. You didn't make a nice clean cut with a knife, so therefore it's not recognizable. People are going to say that it's attached schach, and therefore they said that midrabanon, it is no good to sit in such a sukkah. So that's how we can defend that b'raisa that we just saw um, about the sukkah case. However, what about the case with the sukkah, where it said you, you hung and knotted the tzitzis while they were single string, and then you severed it, we said it's no good. That's a kash and rav. Again, according to rav, when you go ahead and you uh, cut the sever the tips, that should be considered an asi of tzitzis. So the Mar says, kasha, you're right, that price is in fact a big kash and rav. So Lamar so what do we have here? We have here a din of tasavlum and also by both tzitzis and sukkah, where the tzitzis and the sukkah are made in a way that it's possible and naturally becomes good, but not when you made a direct asiya to the sukkah. According to Shmuel, that is um, no good unless you make an asiyah to the sukkah itself, like pick up the schach or re-knot the, the, the tzitzit strings. According to Rav, even just severing the tips of the tzitzit strings or cutting off the tips uh, or cutting off the, the vine from the, uh, from, the, from the tree would be considered an asiyah and that would be okay. So now the Gemara says, Let's say that this issue, Rav and Shmuel, whether covering something is considered an act of making is a machlokis tanon. Because we see here in the Bryce, so looked in Paso. Here we're talking about uh, some where you have a hadas and which have a lot of berries. So the halach is, if there are more berries than the leaves, it's no good um, because it's not hadar, it's not beautiful. These little berries that are going in the hadasim are, are more than the, than the leaves, then it's no good. So the issue is, if you can pluck off the berries and make a kasha. So one, one b'risa says, if you did, you're not supposed to pluck it on yantif because it's like fixing the hadas, preparing it for usage. But if you did in fact do it on yantif, then bidiyavit, what does it say? It says it's possible. It's still possible, even though you really fixed the hadas. It's good. So what's pshat? What's going on here? Why is one Tana saying it's, it's good if you pick off the berries and one Tana saying it's no good? So we assume everybody goes Lulav Tzarek Eged. 
What does that mean? We're going to see in Machlokas whether or not the, 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 there has to be a lula bundle or you can just take all the species without bundling them together. But we think that there has to be a lula bundle. If there has to be a lula bundle, that means you have to make the lula bundle. It's not just a din that they are t- bundled together. This is a shtickle lumdash point here in the sugya. If there is a halacha that the lula of tzarech eged, then it's a din in the asiyas halulav. You have to go ahead and make that eged. And if there's a din in the asiyas, uh, in the asiyah of the eged, say, afina lula misoka, we'll learn from lulav, the, we'll learn the halachas of lulav and the halachas sukkah. Just as by sukkah, there's a din of making the sukkah, the sukkah, sukkah ta'as of loman asoy. So to here, by the lula bundle, if there is a din of the bundle, then you have to make the bundle. So if, let's say the bundle was there and it was puzzled, something was wrong, and then just naturally became kosher, that wouldn't work. You're going to have to redo the bundle because there could be a din of tasa below and also by the lula bundle as well. So what's the issue here? The issue it was already, it is that it was already bundled before Yantiv started. And at the time that it was bundled, it was no good because the Hadassim had more berries. Now you come along and on Yantiv, you're not redoing the bundle. You're actually not allowed to tie on Yantiv and redo the bundle. But on Yantiv, you just want to come along and pluck the berries. So the question is, is that going to be considered that you made a new bundle? Or are we going to say, no, it's Tasev Loman Aswe? Because the main making of the bundle was done at a time when it was possible. So my love, the one who says it's okay when you pluck the berries, he holds by sukkah, we would say when you detach the grapevine, that's making the sukkah. So therefore by the lulav as well, we'll say by the lulav that plucking the berries is itself making the bundle, even though that's not the main essential mice of making the bundle. The main essential mice of the bundle is when you tie it. But here, when you tied it, it was no good, and now you're plucking the berries off the hadas, we'll say that that's considered a mice of making the bundle okay. That's Rav. And the time who says it's no good, he would hold it by the, by sukkah. We don't say that detaching is considered an asiyah of the sukkah. And you would have to, after you detach the vines, you'd have to pick up the schach and put it back down. We would not say that the plucking is considered the making. We would not say that by the lulav. We wouldn't say that same lamdas by the lulav that We would say you have to remake the bundle. Unless you're remaking the bundle, it's not going to work. We're not going to say that the plucking itself is considered an asiyah. No, the asiyah is when you actually make the primary bundle. But if after you make the bundle and it's no good, and now you want to go ahead and pluck the berries and say that's making it, no, that's not considered making it, that would be an objection of tasa velomena asoi. So we see that the issue between Rav and Shmuel is really a machlokes hatanoim. So the Gemara says, low, it's not necessarily what's going on there. It could be everybody agrees by sukkah. We do not say that the ktsitsa is the asiyah. We do not say that lambdas. Everybody holds like Shmuel. And you really would have to, if there would be, if by sukkah, you would have to go ahead and pick up the schach and put it back down again. The question is whether or not lulav, we learn halacha that you have to make the bundle and that there's a din of tasav lomana asoy, just as we see by sukkah. We don't know lulav from sukkah. By sukkah, it says tasav. So there's a din of lomana asoy. If the sukkah was constructed by psul and then you didn't remake it, it can't be okay when it just naturally turns kosher. So that's specific to sukkah. But by lulav, you don't have such a halacha. So if there's no such halacha of tasav lomana asoy by the lulav bundle, then as long as the mice, all the parts of the bundle are good, even though it naturally became good and you didn't make the bundle when it was good, it wouldn't be an issue. So that's the man that it's okay if the berries are plucked. He owes that we do derive lula from sukkah just as sukkah requires asiya making and therefore is an objection. So too by the lula there would be a din of meaning so the machlokas is whether there's a halacha that you have to make the lula bundle or is it just a din that there has to be bundle. 
So if there's a din of, that you have to make it, and there's a psalm of Tasavum and Asri, everybody would agree that picking the berries is not good, like the opinion of Shmuel. The question is, Hagufa, whether or not there's a din of Tasavum and Asri by Lulav. The Yibai is saying about another answer, Israel and Lulav Tzarka, I get if you will, that there's a din it needs to be bundled. So then, everybody would agree that you would learn it from the laws of Sukkah, and there would be a psalm of Tasavum and Asri, and it would be an issue. And even if you pecked, uh, if, even if you plucked the berries on Yantif, it wouldn't be good because you're not making the bundle now. It's going to be an objection of Tasavum and Asri. So what's the issue about that the Luv needs an Eget. Therefore, there's a Psul of Tasa of Loma and if there's a Psul of Tasa of Loma it's not enough to pluck the berries, you're going to have to redo the bundle. The Chamol doesn't require an Eget at all. If it doesn't require an Eget, then clearly there's no issue with plucking the berries. There's not going to be a Tasa of Loma issue if there's no Din Bechlau that you have to make the bundle. And this issue, whether or not there is a Luv, there's a Din that has to be bundled together, is the Machlokas about the fall that we see in the following Tanah. Tanya, it says in a price of Lulav regarding the Lulav and the other species, being all good, being she, you know, all good. Whether or not it's bundled together, kosher. That's the Chachamim's opinion that the egg is not really required. Review the Omer, all good kosher, she, you know, all good possible. If they're bundled together, it's good. If they're not bundled together, it's no good. My Taima, to review the, where's Review's reason? Where do we see in the Torah that the Lulav and its other species have to be bundled together? So it says in the Torah, you take, you take, it says to take. The lulav. So we learn of taking from what's used by Agudas Esov, which is what the, the Jews used right before they left Mitzrayim, where it says in the Pasuk, you take a bundle of Esov. So we see that the taking there is taking a bundle. You take for yourself on the first day the lulav. Just over there, the taking of the Agudas Esov has to be in a bundle. So to here, it has to be in a bundle. So therefore, Rabbi Yudah has a din of Eged. If, you know, they don't have the, the tradition to make such a Zer Shava. So since they don't have the, the tradition to make such a Zer Shava, so they don't hold that the Lulav Tzarech Eged. So that same Machlokas is going on over here. No Lulav Tzarech Eged. So you'll learn from Sukkot that didn't make the bundle. There's a Psul of Tas of Loman Asui, and plucking the berries is not good enough. It's going to be considered that it naturally became kosher. You didn't make the bundle. But the, the, the opinion that it says it's good holds you don't need an Eged to begin with. Says the Gemara, now we're saying it's a machlokas, if you need an eged, keman titanya. Who does the opinion do we see in the following b'risa? What does it say in the b'risa? Lulav, regarding lulav, mitzvah la ogdo. It's a mitzvah to bundle it with the other species. But if you didn't bundle it, it's still good. So who's that going? Like, yeah, Rebuda, if it's going like Rebuda, kilo ogdo, amai kasher. Then if you didn't bundle it, why is it good? And according to Rebuda, it needs an eged. So if you didn't bundle it, how could it be good? Irabonan amai mitzvah. Why is there a lechatchila? So basically, we're saying it should be black and white. Either you need an eged if you don't do it, it's possible, or you don't need an eged at all. But who is this b'risa that says lechatchila do it, but if you don't do it, it's good? So the Gemara says, the Olam, Rabbanani, really, it's going like the Rabbanan. There's a din, a general rule in mitzvahs, that you're supposed to beautify a mitzvah. So beautiful, so it's not the fun of a mitzvah, which means that you should do a mitzvah in a beautiful way. So the Eged is a beautification, it's a beautification to the mitzvah of Lulav. So, so, so since it's a beautification, that's why it's Lachat Chila. So it's not the Pshat that there's Xer Shava, which is requiring the Eged. Avada, Rabbi Yudah held to the Xer Shava, and it's possible if there's no Eged. The Rabbanon don't hold to the Xer Shava, it's not possible if there's no Eged. But even the Rabbanon agree that Lachat Chila, there should be an Eged, and the reason is because of Zekeli Van Veo. Okay, now we go back to the Mishnah. We said anything which is Makabal Tumah, or that doesn't grow from the ground, um, is not good. For schach. So Gemara says, where do we see the qualifications for schach? So Gemara says, Amar Rishlakish, right? So the premise of Rishlakish is that Sukkah is meant to remember the Ananiya Kavod. 
That's what we're remembering. And what's a cloud? The original creation of, of, of the cloud, it came from the ground. So cloud is mist, it comes from the earth. So it's not a it's not a clear or anything. And uh, it grows in the ground. Sukkah has to be the same type of thing. It's not subject to Tumah, and it grows from the ground. That's because we're remembering the Ananiya Kava. So, so it has to be like the Ananiya Kava, that it grows from the ground, and not Makabal Tumah. Says the Gemara, That's only good, it was the opinion who says that we're remembering the Sukkos that Hashem took us out of when we left Mitzrayim. Hashem held us, helped us live in when we left Mitzrayim. That's a reference to the Ananiya Kava. So then it makes sense. Remembering the Ananiya Kava, so it should be like the Ananiya Kavod, which, uh, which, which, which grow from the ground on Amakabal Tumah. But according to the opinion that says, the Jews made Sukkos Mamish, in other words, we're not remembering the Ananiya Kavod. We're remembering the actual literal boost that Kla Yisrael lived in when they left Mitzrayim. And we're going to see in a second that that's a dispute. Michael, remember, what are you going to say? According to him, it's nothing to do with clouds. So why do we say it has to grow from the ground and not be Makabal Tumah? Says the Gemara Titania, we see this dispute in our brides. Why do we sit in a sukkah and sukkah? Because Hashem caused the Jewish people to live in sukkahs. So, Ananiya Kavod, you differ about the coins. Rabbi Lazar, remembering the Ananiya Kavod. Rabbi Akiva, Omer, Sukkos, Mamash, Osulam. It's remembering the actual huts, the booths that the Jewish people lived in in the desert. So, Anikhil, Rabbi Lazar, it's called a coin. Rabbi Lazar, remembering the Ananiya Kavod. It should be like the Ananiya Kavod, which grew from the ground in Anama Kabbal Tumah. El Rabbi Akiva, Michael, Amemar. But according to Rabbi Akiva, that the sukkahs are actual literal booths, what are you going to say? Has to grow from the ground and not be makabel So the Gemara answers: Ki It says in the pasuk, Chag So Chag, obviously, it's a play on words. The simple shot is it means a holiday. But Chag can also be like the carbon Chagiga. The carbon Chagiga is a, is an animal. So Makish Sukkah Chagiga. By using that word Chagiga by Sukkah, the Torah is comparing a Sukkah to the carbon, to the animal. So just as the Karma Chagiga, something that is not Makabal Animals are very different than people. People are Makabal Animals are not Makabal So just as the animal Chagiga is not susceptible to Tumah and it grows from the ground, why do animals grow from the ground? So the, the idea is because they graze and they're nourished from the ground. So it's an interesting point that being nourished from the ground is considered uh, gedule karka. So just as an animal is not makabal tumah, but it grows in the ground, af sukkah, we're comparing the sukkah to be like that as well. It cannot be makabal tumah, and it has to also grow from the ground. So it's a, it's a hackish to the carbon chagiga. Says the Gemara, if you're making a hackish, e ma chagiga balichayim, then just as a chagiga, the animal is a balichayim, it has to be alive. Right? An animal can't bring a carbon if it's a dead animal. Then maybe the sukkah covering has to be made from a, liver, a living thing. And we don't find that. We don't find that you, that you specifically have to use this for the sukkah parts of a living, a living thing, like a living skin or something. And presumably we don't find such a halacha. So why don't we say that? If we're saying that the source is it has to be like the animal, then maybe you say that it has to come from a balichai. So why are you saying that it just depends on growing from the ground and abakabotoma? If the source is being like the animals, then maybe it should have to be a balichai. So therefore we need a completely different source. So therefore, the Gemara tries something else. He also Rabin, Amar Biyochan, and Rabin came from Eretz Yisrael. He told us what Rabbi Yochan had said. Amar Kra, we're talking about Sukkot. The Pasuk says, that one is Sukkot, when you gather from your threshing floor and, uh, and from the wine vat. So it's talking about, right, that's the idea. It's Chag Sukkot. You celebrate it when people are gathering in all their stuff in the threshing floor and the wine press. But we make a hekesh, the mitzvah of building a Sukkot, you're supposed to use whatever is left over from the threshing floor and the wine vat, whatever remains are there, those are things that you use for schach. So those are things that grow from the ground and are not makabal What's gathered? What kind of things are we talking about? The vines, 
or the empty clusters. We're not talking about the the, the straw, the stubble. We're not talking about food items that are makabaltoma. When we're talking about things that come from the ground, that's what's left over on the threshing floor in the wine vat. Those are the things they use for the schach. So the Gemara says back, How do you know that that's what it means? Maybe you should actually take the grain itself uh, with the grain and the clusters with the grapes and actually food. And food should be used. And food is makabaltoma. So you're saying we're talking about the psoles, just the remnants, which are not makabaltoma because they're not foods, the empty clusters, let's say. So you're saying if it's makabal tumas natzach, maybe we should learn that you're taking actually the threshing floor on the vine vat itself. So you're taking even the foods and it's makabal tumas. Because it says yekev. What's yekev? The vat. Yekev is mashma the wine. We're not talking about grapes. We're talking about wine. You can't use wine to cover a sukkah. It's a liquid. It's not a solid. It's not going to stay. So clearly, we can't be talking about the wine. We must be talking about the remains, like the vines that are left on the floor. So if it says yekev, which is a wine, it can't be talking about the wine itself, and that's what tells us it must be talking about the remains from the wine that. So the Gemara says, Maybe he's talking about congealed wine that comes from the land of Sneer. It's thick like a pressed fig cake. So sometimes you could have wine that's thick and congealed. So maybe really you are using the yak of itself, and really you could use something that's makabal tuma. And the Torah is telling you that you use the yak of itself, you use like some congealed wine that you had in your wine vat. And, and the same thing with the, obviously with the threshing floor, where there it's clearly a solid, it wouldn't be a big deal. So again, Akasha, how do we know that it can't be Makabal Tumah? You're assuming he's talking about the empty clusters or just like the little twigs from the wine that are left on the ground. Maybe we're talking about the wine and the grain itself. We had it good. Abirim came and he threw an accident, meaning he totally disrupted our shot. We thought we were so clear that we see it's the leftovers from the grains and the wine vat, and Rabbi Yirmi is coming along and just asking us such a strong, compelling question, which we simply have no answer to. Again, the question is, maybe it's talking about the wine and the grains itself, which are Makabal Tumba. So the Gemara answers, Rav Ashiyamar Migarncha. It says, from the threshing floor, Logan Atmo, not the threshing floor itself, not the contents itself of the, that you thresh, the grain, but rather from what's left, from them, we're dashing from the extra letter men. Same thing from your wine vat, but not the wine vat itself, not the wine. So since it says that we see we're dealing with the remains, which are not Makabotoma, and not the wine or grapes itself, or the threshing of the grain itself. Says the Gemara, a totally different source that we know is comes from the ground and is and is uh, and is makabel, and is not makabel. It says in the pasuk here in Nehemiah, where Nehemiah was talking to them about sukkis. Suahar, go out to the mountains. Go bring branches with olives leaves and 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 leaves from the oil trees. Myrtle leaves, palm branches, leaves from the braided trees. All these things go make a sukkah with them. So we clearly see those are the materials which the navi was referring to. The navi was referring to materials which grow from the ground and are not makabel to us. So clearly that's the source. That uh, it's a pasuk from navi, which ends up being the source for us for what you use for schach. So the Gemara just has a problem with the redundancy in the language. The myrtle tree is the same as the braided tree. It's the same thing. Which the Torah says is a myrtle hadas. And why? Why is that? Because the, the, all the leaves are like, look like braids. So once it says the myrtle leaves, why does it also have to say the, the braided tree? It's the same exact thing. So why is the Pasuk 
repeating to get the same thing twice. There's two types of hadasim. There are types of hadasim which are regular branches, right? The way that it's supposed to be regular is that you have three leaves growing out from the same spot. That's a kasher hadas, which is good for the mitzvah of lulav and esro. But then you have a hadas shota, which is irregular. Whether let's say there's only two leaves growing out of one spot, that's not good. That could be good for schach and a sukkah, but it's not beautiful. It's not perfect. That cannot be used for uh, the lulav. So that's what the navi is referring to. There's two different types of hadasim which you're going to go get. You're going to get the the, the perfect, beautiful ones which you're going to use for the Hadassim and the Lulav and Esrog. And then you're going to get the Hadashot, the irregular ones which don't have three coming out from the same spot. And those are the ones that you're going to use for your Schach and your Sukkah.